Hello, I'm Scott Sashman. I'm Evan Novi Williams. And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. And today we begin with some news out of Bristol, Connecticut. A new contract for Stephen A. Smith at ESPN. I'm telling you, I am sick and tired of the Giants and the Jets trying to play football. Dumpster fire 19. I thought you were going to say that. My peewee paycheck compared to Stephen A. Smith. Now, if you don't know. That was good, by the way. Yeah, that was good. If you don't know Stephen A. Smith, here's a little sample of his work talking about the Lakers back in August. So if all of those things are true, then this is an incredibly embarrassing and unproductive day for the Los Angeles Lakers franchise. And it's clearly regressed to a point where the genie bus era is starting to look like the gym bus era, if not already there. Love him. I I I love Stephen A. Now. Let me, let me, this is the part where I'm like, let's always remember in the ESPN world or even the whole thing, what comes first? What comes first in ESPN? Entertainment. The E. The entertainment. The E comes before the S. That's right. Which stands for sports. Right. And if you want, enter, and Stephen A figured this out a long time ago. I mean, I used to hang out down, down at the, uh, the arena down, I think it was Core States back in the day when Stephen A. was covering the 76ers. Right. And make no mistake, Stephen A. is a journalist. Yes. No, no, yeah, okay? Yeah, but for the, for the haters person. and for the people who don't know, like Stephen A. is a journalist. He worked in print. He worked. I used to see him typing his columns on, on the Blackberry. He, 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 he was a hardworking man. No, I don't say was. That is. I don't know how he does what he does. That's what I'm saying. But, but the point is that Stephen A. is getting rewarded with an $8 million a year contract. The question now is what's the return on the investment when still when I look at ESPN, it's about the live rights. Like the shoulder programming, does it really matter to ESPN? I mean, clearly it does, right? Because they're paying Stephen A. Smith, they're giving him a $40 million, $40 million deal, five-year deal, $8 million a year. Um, I Underscoring what you were just mentioning, he hustles, right? Oh, he hosts a daily yeah, morning man. show, he's a, he's first everywhere. take. He's on SportsCenter all the time. He anchors their NBA coverage, and they have him doing playoff football. They have him doing pretty and much he does college football. He's been he parody does, on Saturday Night so Live. Yeah, yeah um, he's, he's definitely become sort of a a, a cross the uh, Rubicon guy. Everybody, knows yeah. And him. this is not this is not the first time that you know. I think people have you know opened their eyes wide to what. You know, these daily sports guys are getting paid when Colin Cowherd, uh, he gets, I don't know the numbers in front of me, a lot, obviously, when Skip Bayless moved from ESPN, former Stephen A. Smith partner, moved well, from ESPN to Fox, his contract was pretty crazy There's as word well. now that he, Skip may come back to ESPN when his deal expires, I think, in a year or so, and team up with Stephen A. again. Sure. Hmm. And, and, and then to, to answer the question that you asked me at the beginning, I mean, Stephen A. Smith's contract is pennies compared to any major live rights that ESPN wants, yeah, right? Well, well, let's it sounds like he's then. being paid a lot, but live rights are the big thing, and, and those are, you know, those are $100 million deals, if not billion dollars. Now, if I'm so. Jimmy Pitaro, though, am I not figuring out or trying to figure out a way where I can capitalize on that loyal audience to Stephen A., I got to figure out, and the ESPN president, Jimmy Pitaro, is trying to figure out, how in the world do I get him exclusive content on ESPN Plus? Because the future is all about how do I add subscribers? They went from two million to three and a half million. That's the subscription service direct to consumer. What Stephen A. can I put on there that people will sign up for that? If I can get them on, I mean, I'm going to get them on the airwaves. So I don't have to pay for you know that. I'm going to get. But what can I do exclusively on ESPN Plus? Will people say, Yeah, I'm going to buy this thing? I tell you what, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Oh. When I drive home, man crush. 
Yes. Hey, flat out. I'm I'm listening it. to Stephen A. on the way home. I I, I the, he is one of the hardest working people. Poultry pittance of a paycheck from Michael Barr. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Poultry is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Up next, we're going to talk some soccer with uh, CBS and Univision picking up rights to the you UEFA know, UEFA UEFA yeah. Champions League championships for You're three a big fan, right? Yes, I am. You like your Europe's top. Competition, annual well, the competition. the fall 2021 uh, to spring of 2024. Who's your team, Bar? you got to root for a European team. Who are you pulling for? <sighs> Boy, I, you know, I want to say, uh, now, are the Tots in? Tottenham? Yeah. If they qualify for Champions League, they yeah. could fin- be there. Finalists last year. Yeah, they I'm could root, be there. I am sure. rooting for Tottenham. No, okay. I like Tottenham. Okay, Hotspur Bar. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is a this is a big change, I think, for for soccer fans. The Turner has the the English language rights in the U.S. right now. Uh, they have them for two more years, and then CBS takes over. Uh, it's also a big switch, kind of in the way that you know the specialties of these companies. Yep. Turner does not have a broadcast television network. Uh, the final was on TNT, I think, this year, and it was uh, much lower rated than the ones that had been on Fox years before, obviously. Um, and Turner does very well. OTT, right? Yeah. For, those who, by the way, who, very for those who wanted to debate the over-the-air versus cable, I mean, still, there, yeah, there, there is the difference. E- exactly, yeah. Um, BR Live does very well, and, and, the, and the Champions League's games have been you know, featured very heavily on that. Now, shifting to CBS, which has, obviously, a, a broadcast network that gets a lot of ratings, will give great play to the games that are on that, but CBS's sports OTT experience right now is not at the level that that BR Lives is. Could we have a partnership in the future? Could they farm sub-license to a Facebook or somebody else? I would not be shocked at all. I mean, the Facebook guys would love that, right? I think YouTube would also love that. Twitch might love that. We don't want to pay up front. You do it, and then we'll figure out a deal. Agreed. So, yes, I think CBS... You know they have a couple years to figure out what their OTT looks like. There's a a big business change coming with this with this 12 billion dollar merger with Viacom. So we'll see what that means for the for for the future of CBS. But if there was any question about whether you know this new CBS Viacom company would be interested in sports or less interested in sports or more interested in sports, you know they don't do much in soccer right now. This is uh, this is not a cheap contract. It's a it's 150 million dollars a year. Them and Univision. Combined, yeah. I don't know exactly up, where that up from 100 out. a year. So that's a significant um, increase. Yeah. So it's a 50 percent increase. In rights, um, but at least signals that this CBS Viacom, this new entity, yeah. still cares about sports. Did I see the possibility exists that UEFA is, is at least contemplating putting the Champions League final in New York? I saw that report uh, over the weekend. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Those are angry Europeans. I mean, if you live in Madrid and the UEFA Champions League final is in Baku, Azerbaijan, which is where it was, I think, two years ago, you know, that's the same distance flight as it is to New York. It might be a little bit less of a time change, three hours versus six hours. And you get hours. more exposure here in New York. Yeah, but you get more exposure here in New York. I would imagine if I'm a, a Madrid fan, no, no offense to Baku, I'd rather go to, to New York to see the team play than, than to Azerbaijan. Um, it seems like there is a, yes, I, I think it's a, it's a good idea. They shouldn't do it every year. But if the NFL announced a game in a, a Super Bowl uh, in London, a Super Bowl in London, right? People would be angry, yes. But I, I think the business folks like us would be like, "Oh, Jack, let, I let see the known. appeal of that." Let it be known, Jackson Soshnik has already. Dad, can we go? As soon as he finds, doesn't matter who's playing, Champions League go. final. Dad, can we go? And and as you know, we have you know these soccer executives on the podcast all the time. Everybody is looking at the U.S. trying to claw in market share, trying to you know it's, it's the biggest growth market maybe outside China the, in soccer world right now, and everybody wants a piece. So. Which of those soccer executives, including some who've been on the show, should I say, hey, I need two tickets, and yes, I'll happily pay for them, but who am I hitting up for the tickets? Oh, man. Uh, well, we had Peter Moore on Peter recently, Moore, Liverpool, Liverpool defending yeah. champion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Liverpool's pretty big win this weekend over Manchester City. Yeah. Team looks good. Um, 
Bar- Bartomeo, uh, Joseph Bartomeo, the, the Bar- Bartomeo, the Barcelona president. Football uh, club. They've yeah. certainly got a good shot as well. I think you would. Uh, I think there's going to be some big teams here for sure All if right. they do that. Finally, we have to talk about this uh, that happened Friday. Madison Square Garden has approved a plan to spin off all of its sports business, including the New York Knicks and Rangers. Yeah, the big difference here is they're completely separating the sports teams, Knicks, Rangers, the um, the G League team, and the practice facility in suburban Westchester. And the esports teams. And the esports, the esports teams. Team. Sorry, sorry, the esports <laughs> teams too. Yes, from any of the entertainment assets, there was gonna there was going to be a small piece of a thirty percent as, as combined entity. Uh, and what I'm being told by a lot of the bankers out there is that all the incoming traffic on the would-be investors in the sports teams, including Silver Lake, that they wanted a pre-spinoff chance at buying into the sports teams because, for whatever reason, they did not want the entertainment asset part of it. They I, just wanted the sports. Forgive me for being ignorant. I know I left myself wide open. But yeah, we're gonna let you slide on this one. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't understand that. I mean, the entertainment part. There's a lot of coin in that, as long with the sports as well. So, so why split but you're off? Un- the you're, t- uh, you're unlocking value in each separate part of the company by separating them. They're, they're they're disparate interests. There's different things that they do separately better. So that that's the main reason. That's the main reason for the spinoff. They think they can extract more shareholder value for each of these units separate. And remember that back in 2015, MSG did this with its network piece, right? So it was entertainment, sports teams, and networks. They yeah. spun off the, the sports networks uh, separately. It seems as though in reading kind of between the lines and, and what MSG said uh, at the end of last week, they're building this big uh, sphere in London. It's it's a huge project. It's it, a money. It's delayed, um, and in part of whatever the, the the process of that delay was, it sounds like the leadership Jim Dolan realized that it might be better and easier, more flexible, more versatility if they had these things totally separate than to have any kind of bleed over between the entertainment aspects, which to be clear is includes Madison Square Madison Garden, Square the, Garden venue, the building, yeah, um, and the sports, the sports teams. Radio City Music Hall, yeah, yeah. and and bar. Let's say by the way, if the performance of the teams has absolutely no effect on this. No, That's the, because I mean, already we're 10 games into the season. Yeah, look at those and, hot Knicks. And they've already <laughs> had the, all right, Steve Mills, go out, you know, the president of the team. you got to yeah. go out there and, and talk because we've another god-awful defeat at Madison Square Garden. But see, you could, it could care less, like you said, what the teams pet peeve, do. Pet peeve, pet peeve, couldn't care less. <laughs> Pet peeve, I'm sorry. Can I, can I say... <laughs> Just like those who screw right. up infer and imply. That's Just true. You are up. right about that. Thank you. you are, I, and you I'm implying right. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> but it doesn't make a difference what the teams do. <laughs> and people are going to come regardless, is what I'm trying to say. Well, you got, that's what happens being in this market where you have all the corporate support. Yeah, you're going to sell your tickets. One thing I'm interested here... One, I'm interested in what the valuation is of this. Dying of this to see. Thing. Yeah. Seven the, plus billion? I mean... Probably more. Blue Harbor was saying... What was the Blue Harbor number it was lower. Right? It was four, four point eight, four point seven, something like that. I think. No, and, Blue and I'm Harbor not, was higher. I'm not sure. I may have, that maybe that may, that valuation may have that been for the sixty six percent. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but total, I think it was like seven. Yeah, so billion. very interested in what the valuation is, and then moving forward because you know publicly traded companies have to give some kind of granularity of information. Uh, I am curious, kind of how they break out what they're going to report, and and how much insight we get into you know the inner workings and the financials of a team like the Rangers, a team probably like the, the big ticket items that we. Yeah. Can guess it or the broadcast revenue and yeah, great. But still, we get an, great, we get yeah, a that, that stuff that we don't, get, Packers, we don't get. Yeah. We don't get that very often uh, in the sports world right now. So I, I will be very intrigued by that as well. Do this in Stephen A. Come on. 
Come on, dude, take us out in Stephen right. A. Warm, warm up, warm Stephen up. You can warm up. Stretch it out, man, stretch. A. Don't pull a muscle. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports <laughs> podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Sochnick and Evan Novi Williams. Ooh, that was just angry. Steven's not ebullient or angry. I don't know. All right. But we're here. What? I'm going to bring it down back here. Monday, <laughs> Wednesday, and Thursday, we explore the world of money and sports. You can join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business world. And I couldn't care less <laughs> what Scott said. This show was spectacular. Spectacular <laughs> yes. show. You are listening to the Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. I'm talking about the globe and online <laughs> wherever you get your podcast. Yes. <laughs>